Hi, and welcome to episode 1.12 of the Borcelli Brothers podcast. I'm Mike Borcelli. And I'm Sean Borcelli. And today on the show, we have writer, journalist, editor, editor, local celeb, local celeb, national celeb, rapper. No, he doesn't want that out on his Wikipedia. No, he took anymore. it off his Wikipedia. He's no longer a rapper. Omar Moellum joins us on the show today. Mr. Moellum, Omar Moellum, it was great. Great conversation with Omar. Really good conversation with Omar. He came on to talk to us about meat, mm-hmm. donairs, street meats of all kind. Mm-hmm. The differences, East Coast to West Coast, country to country. He's a he's a connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, we had a very long conversation with him. Uh, there will definitely be an extension episode with a, a lot more, and we got a lot of fodder out of the... How long is the extension episode? Uh, I don't even know yet. I haven't finished it. Okay, okay, yeah. There were, we we digressed a lot in our conversation. Um, so once we condensed down the meat part, we ended up with a lot of extension, which is all good. It was very fun. Yeah. It was easy to talk to Omar. Um, smart guy. Very smart. Uh, very clever. Mm-hmm. Which we like around here. That's our cleverness thing. is a thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah i guess are we hopping right into the show or do you want to chat about the fact that this is being released basically on canada day yeah this is coming out the day before canada day so it's going to be a little bit canada day themed well the intro will be yeah yeah so we're going to say canada multiple times yeah it'd be said throughout yeah uh nick are you you ready to roll the national anthem for us Anytime you sh- like it, like you're taking too long. Okay, screw it. You missed start, our po- missed our part. Start the episode. Thanks, Nick. Canada, it's our country that we live in. Our city uh, actually is in the province of Alberta, which happens to be in the country of Canada. We are celebrating, uh, is it a birthday? It is a birthday. Birthday, or is it our Independence Day? It's the birthday of our confederation. Okay. Which was in 1867. Uh So next year is going to be a big one. Mm -hmm. Uh, 150 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is uh, this is fairly young, yeah. Uh, on when you think about other countries in the world, but still notable. I I don't know any humans who have ever lived that old. Do you? One hundred and fifty. Like it was like pre Noah, when people were still 
How many people were living that long? Living that long, right? Yeah. Like uh, Methuselah. Yeah, that's that's the last guy. That's like Noah's dad or something, right? Methuselah, <laughs> I lived to like, I think, uh, 637. Yeah, he's or old. Or something like that. He was old. Oh, Noah didn't quite make it that far because that was the end end of uh, mankind uh, living for forever. Um, well, for a very extended long time. Now, here's my theory on that. Okay. My theory on that is, so Noah was the last family, right? Noah and his, his wife and his sons and their wives, right? They were the last of humanity, mm-hmm. right? So they got off the boat. All the animals went out two by two, just enough to procreate. Um, in order to get a proper genetic uh, variety, you need, you need a, a bigger sample pool of genes in order to have a healthy population. So I think that uh, what happened is um, all the kind of inbreeding that was going on with uh, Noah's sons, and because obviously they would probably have to share their wives too in order to get any kind of, because they have kids and then the kids have relationships I, I get it, with their I get cousins, it. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So obviously I think we bred it out of our population. We like have it in us somewhere. We just got to trigger it. Uh, the genes to live to like 600 years old plus. So we just, I think they like blamed it. it on God, but God was like, nah, it's just, you know, a result of you guys having sex with all, each other, which I didn't ask you to do. Yeah. You could have just died and you would have had a happy life or lived a long time. Really quiet, Maybe or I would have changed my time. mind and made more people. Yeah. So what I, I'm not clear on though, did, so did Noah's kids live a long time? I don't know. And then they're like, or did it slowly breed out or was it just all of a sudden? Cause Noah still lived like to a ripe old age. I don't know. So did he, or did he live to see like his, his grandkids and his great, great grandkids? Like, is he still dating? I really don't know, Sean. And if it's a great, great grandkid, are you allowed to date your great, great grandkid? Ugh. Or I'm... great. Like how long? Like, cause there's the cousin thing. It's like, uh, Second cousin or third cousin is kind of okay, still weird, but if it's a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I like how you're winking at me when you say it. <laughs> Anyways, I, I I don't know, Sean. I'm not a Noah so, tall. Canada. I'm not a Noah tall. You're a Noah tall. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. Speaking of uh, Noah, though, Canada's birthday <laughs> is we're celebrating this on July 1st, uh, which will be the day after this airs. Um, What's some great things about Canada that you like? What's new in Canada that you like? What's uh, old in Canada that you like? Uh, new in Canada that I yeah. like? Uh, Justin Trudeau just made the cover of the new Civil War issue. Oh, yeah. That's right. In the boxing arena with mm-hmm. uh, Alpha Flight. With Alpha Flight. The Canadian superhero His team. His father had been in the previous uh, editions of Alpha Flight years ago, way back when, uh, because he sent the Alpha Flight team. He was, he's the, pre- the prime minister is the boss of Alpha mm-hmm. Flight, and he sent the alpha flight team to go get Wolverine who had left them to join the X-Men. Mm-hmm. So that's what the Pierre Elliott, Pierre Trudeau, Trudeau, Trudeau. Trudeau. Yeah. Pierre Elliott Trudeau story was about. Yeah. What, what's this one about? This one apparently, um, <clears throat> cause it's civil war two. Or yeah. Whatever, right. Yeah. I think, I think if I read the article, right. Trudeau, Justin has in this, has the power to see the future. And so no they, go to him they for, gave him superpowers. I, I think so. And they go to him for advice. No, I might've read it wrong, but, uh, maybe I wonder. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know. There's if that's always a, a thing route or... to these things. I don't know if that's a thing. If I read that wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, internet. Hmm. 
Well, it sounds good. I, I have the internet here. I could look it up. But they I'm drew him right very attractive. Yeah, well. Like, they really prettied him up from <laughs> his usual not pretty self. Yeah, yeah. In real life. His heinous, ugly face self normally. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly also referencing uh, the boxing uh, experience he has and the boxing charity boxing matches he's done in the past. Yep. Um, the cover is him sitting ringside surrounded by Alpha Flight uh, supposedly, you know, encouraging him to get into the fight yeah it's good yeah it's neat it's it's cool i've always really enjoyed how marvel portrays canada they've always portrayed us pretty badass yeah they do a good job of it like they they assume because their country has secret services and spies and national security agencies and things like that that obviously canada would have something equivalent oh my god the way they (laughs) depict csis yeah is so much different than the real csis I mean that CSIS that I keep hearing about them leaving like their USB sticks in bars. Yeah, <laughs> it ceases paperwork. to amaze me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I read that. I, I wasn't even thinking about it today, but that I like that cover. That I yeah. appreciated that. That's uh, that's new Canada. Do you like anything old Canada? Old Canada. Uh, mm, yes. That's good. Much of Canada (laughs) is old. Uh, A few weeks ago, we were out Drumheller, Drumheller, Alberta, which is uh, an international or world heritage site, uh, Dinosaur National Park. And that place is killer every time I'm out there. Love it. It's so nice out there. So amazing. Um, Something else that's old that is also a world heritage site, which I've never seen, but I keep seeing the, the photos, is Quebec City. Mm-hmm. basically like one of the only ex- like lasting examples of colonial Europe uh, uh, fortage. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they call it. Um, other than I think there's, if you I go down to Fortage. Fortage. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Anyways. Um, so I haven't been there, but also I, uh, another favorite thing of mine in Canada is Wood Buffalo National Park. Oh, yeah. Another World Heritage Site. Sorry, I was going on World Heritage Sites the that's, other day. That's cool. Um, after leaving Drumheller because I was like, this place is, should be a World Heritage Site. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Of course. And uh, so Wood Buffalo National Park, uh, I think, is the second largest uh, wilderness reserve in the world. Mm-hmm. Also the largest in North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, home to the only breeding grounds for the whooping crane. Yeah, that's amazing. That's crazy. Um, was started in order to get the wood buffalo bison uh, uh, population levels back in order back in like, I think it was like the 30s or something. Or I think it started in 1917 is when it was formed. And then like they really kicked it up a notch in the 30s to the 50s. And lo and behold, we have wood, wood bison all over Alberta now. Yeah. In the woods. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it worked. Amazing success. Place. Whooping cranes. I don't know if they'll truly ever bounce back, but yeah, I don't know. It's cool. It's got a, cool. got a lot of cool things here. I think so. Uh, I recall on an episode that we had a while ago, we talked about lakes upon lakes, or lakes upon islands and lakes on islands in lakes. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, when we talked about a lake with an island that had a lake on it with an island. Yeah. And maybe a, a lake on that island. So uh, so Canada is home to the 
two examples of the largest in the world of that. There's the one that they just found up north uh-huh. on La- on uh, Victoria Island. Okay. One of the Arctic ones. Okay. Apparently, they, they s- suspect that no human has actually even ever been on this island within a lake, on an island within a lake, on an island within a lake. Um, but one that we definitely have been on is a place called Treasure Island. Really? Yeah. And it's, uh, it's on... Um, Manitoulin Island on Lake Huron. We have uh, Treasure Island. Yeah, it's I called Treasure that. Island. Fun fact. Yeah, fun fact. Uh, so Treasure Island is actually, um, I got it here. Uh, it's it's an island on Lake uh, Mindamoya, which happens to be on uh, Manitoulin Island, which happens to be in Lake Huron. Hmm. And I think that's cool. And I think it's appropriate that it's called Treasure Island because there better be some treasure on there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some old Viking treasure. Mm-hmm. And there's only, like, the, the islands actually, the Lake Manitoulin, or Manitoulin Island is huge. Mm-hmm. But it's only home to 12,000 people. Right. And uh, it is a place that I would also like to frequent. I got to get out east. I really, I've never really been out east. I've been to Toronto, mm-hmm. but it was a fly in. I've been to Toronto. Hang out, fly out. Yeah. Uh, haven't really explored that area of the country, and I would love to. It looks amazing, and I only ever hear good things. Have you been to Montreal? No. No. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, road trip. Road Borcelli trip. Borcelli road trip. Oh, Borcelli's on the road. Coast to coast. With coast to Borcelli, coast. Borcelli season. In our... Toyota? <laughs> yeah, our Toyota Highlander. <laughs> take the Highlander out on the road. I think we should. We'll take the highlands and the lowlands and everything in between. All of the lands. All the lands. From okay. sea to shining sea. That's American, right? That's an American phrase. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Coast to coast. Wait. That's... Is it? From sea? Yeah. 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 America. Yeah. Because we actually have three seas. It have to be sea to sea to sea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not three. Yeah. Arctic Ocean. We have three oceans. Yeah, we do. Arctic Ocean, Pacific Ocean, Atlantic Ocean. Oh, fun fact. Fun fact. Just right there. What other countries have that many oceans around them? Mm. I, I don't know. What does Africa have? Indian Ocean, Pacific, or Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Well, that's all I can think of. Nailed it. We win. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Cool. I didn't read that in my fact books. Nope. When I was researching uh, this really interesting uh, introduction. Maybe there's another one, but I don't know it. Uh, here's a fun fact. Star Trek. What about it? Well, who on Star Trek is Canadian from the original? William Shatner. That's true. I think a lot of people know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you know that the guy who played Scotty was Canadian? No kidding. Yeah, James, James Doohan. He's not Scottish? No. <laughs> he was born in, born and raised in Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. What a liar. Kind of. So, <laughs> so basically, there's actually, he kind of, like, now that you think about it, his accent was atrocious. It's it's where everybody got their fake bad Scottish accent from. Yes. There's actually, uh, apparently, there was founded a club in St. Andrews in Scotland called the Scotty-ish Club. <laughs> and uh, basically what they do is they uh, recite... Uh, Scottish poems, like uh, Robbie Burns kind of poems, but they do it in his accent, in the Scottish accent. Oh, that's really amazing. Yeah, that's at the University of St. Andrews. I would love to go to that. Scottish Society. Scottish Society. (laughs) 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 
which is... obviously is just an excuse for them to uh, hang out and get drunk and nerd out about Star Trek and stuff. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so big thing happened today, too. Yep. Did you watch it? I did. I spent an hour watching it. Um, I was, I actually, I think I accidentally started watching it. I thought it, I didn't realize I was watching it live. I didn't realize it was happening today. Uh-huh. And, uh, I, I heard the stream coming from some of the offices at work uh-huh. when I was heading out the door and then you pointed it out when I got home and I watched it before I came over here. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're talking about, uh, president Obama's, uh, address to the parliament, mm-hmm. um, which I got to tell you, I mean, this is a a Canada Day conversation, but and we're going to talk about the American president. But damn, I like him. I love Obama. That speech was awesome. He is slick. He uh, slick, it, but slick in a good way. Like slick yeah. kind of sounds like slimy a little bit. No, he but is, he's just like he is. He's he's so he, quick. He's, he's on it. Eloquent and witty, like on the fly. Just so easy for him. Yeah. That guy, I wonder, okay, so here's something that annoyed me about the conversation, or the speech he was having, is how often all of Parliament stood up and clapped. Yeah. Like, that, that standing yeah. applause they did I th- probably 18 times, okay. I yeah, think, like in a the lot. whole speech. Yep. And at first it's like, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, solid. That was a good one. You should stand up with applause. But then it was just like, oh, just sit down let them talk. Keep cutting them off. Yeah. Like so, I almost as much as people people are like, "Hey, he really talked for a long time." It's supposed to be like seven or eight minutes. Like the news broadcasters were kind of caught off guard, I think, with scheduling and stuff. But part of the blame is that we just kept standing up and applauding him. <laughs> yeah, you know, and yeah. there was, and it it was all sides, it, like uh, liberal party, the conservative party, NDP, like everyone stood up. Yeah, yeah. And it, I I actually I was wondering. Based because he's so charming and eloquent, yeah. Is if the well, specifically the conservative party might have forgotten some of their stances on some of the issues he was <laughs> that talking he was about, speaking about as they were as loudly applauding, as they are yeah. quickly standing up and applauding. I know. What he was saying. Are they saving face, trying to be nice. <laughs> but or are they all of a sudden like was that Did the he moment they need? Them? Did they change? They're like, wait, so he's got some good points there. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard it expressed so well. No one's ever said it without. Shouting, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's you know an American. They, like we like those American values, and uh, huh. I, I hope I hope there it, might have been some some opinions swayed. It honestly it honestly astounds me when I watch uh, my Facebook feed and some very conservative uh, posters are you know they're they're really really anti a lot of things, mm-hmm. and then uh, all of a sudden they're posting about how much they like Obama, and I'm like. You don't get it. You don't get it. Don't get it. Fascinating. Well, I mean, to be fair, Obama was fairly conservative on a lot of things through his terms as president. Mm. Uh, but that wasn't obviously what we can see now that he's like rounding it out here and, you know, running into a home base that, uh, I mean, he's trying to get a lot of stuff done now that he has nothing to lose. And uh, really been vetoing stuff a lot lately. Yep. Yep. And uh, going on talk shows. Going on talk shows a ton. I yep. think it like maybe net when he's done, we should send him a <laughs> yeah. an email. Send him a little e invite. Yeah. I mean, he's not president anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, we can't all be Mark Marin. No. Exactly. We can't all get the president on our on our podcast. 
you know what? But even it was years ago that I heard the president talking basketball on a sports podcast. Yeah. Only time I'd ever listened to a sports podcast because I heard Obama was on there just talking about athletes. Yeah. And it was great. I loved sports. So anyways, great speech. If you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend uh, sitting and giving it a listen. I mean, a lot of it is kind of a, what you see on your social media feeds, but it, it's a lot. He just he's so coherent. He speaks to uh, the partnership between Canada and the United States and and I mean, really applauded our country mm-hmm. for having been recently very um, a little bit of a light in a in 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 a, a very tumultuous world. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I maybe not necessarily in the last uh, decade, but no. Canada has you know, but been, since the, been ref- someone... the refugee crisis, yeah, and yeah, our handling of that was congratulated. Yeah, I feel like that's getting us back on the right track of being the country that we Absolutely. have always thought we were. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I I was drinking a lot of scotch, but I definitely um, uh, teared up a little bit when uh, he pointed out the uh, uh, the woman who uh, rode out of Afghanistan, escaped, uh, yeah, escaped yeah. Afghanistan on a donkey, and mm-hmm. and is now a member of parliament. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pretty, yeah, that was awesome. Like he really did his research on some of those things. Yeah, he knew what he was talking about. Yeah, and talk about like my brother in law from Burlington, and he knew exactly which MP to point at, yeah. who was the. You know, the representative of yeah. Burlington. And, yeah, I, I just really... I liked it. I... I it made it, me it, feel good about our country. It did. Which, I mean, I haven't felt good about any country in a while. Mm-hmm. And so it was nice. It was nice to see. It was basically losing the cynicism. Yeah, Which absolutely. we often come on here with a lot of cynicism. And you see all over the, the media now that apparently there's no real, like unbiased press anymore everyone's got that spin on it just to to make it to sell headlines or help sell papers exactly so i think it's interesting that uh i don't know i i came out of it being like hey the world's not so bad it it, we're we're doing something right right at least some of us are yeah yeah and i mean it's a scary time i mean uh we all just saw brexit yes we we all saw britain which he addresses in a speech too yeah and i think he was very tactful about it but also underlined um, the the reason things like Brexit are happening around the world is mm-hmm. because of people's fear. You know, it's not really like they're doing it because it's bad for their or it's good for their economy. It's like the, it, it's about immigration and and it's countries a, not knowing, like he said, uh, not knowing how to get gain control back. They just want that more exactly. sense of control yeah, yeah. of and, things. And so whether, uh, I believe how he put it, whether they're, the politicians are sincere or insincere, they're using that to their advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's a real good example of what can happen and what the U.S. really needs to pay attention to in the yeah, coming months. Yeah, without saying his name, he basically... Oh, he said, bur- he berated Trump, Trump without ever yeah. saying his never name. said his name and took Trump down a ton. Yeah, it was the classiest roast of a human being I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, I saw uh, a news headline that made me really laugh the other day, uh, having to do with uh, the Brexit, mm-hmm. uh, and it was uh, somebody uploaded a video to Pornhub uh-huh. titled uh, "Watch." Boris Johnson fuck 15 million people at once. <laughs> <laughs> British MP Boris Johnson. <laughs> oh, what a guy. 
Uh, uh, what's funny with the aftermath of that Brexit vote is the uh, the way that the people that were voting to leave mm-hmm. are now like, well, we don't really have a plan. Like it was kind of all that shit we said in order to get you guys on our side. We don't really have any say over. We didn't think we'd win. We didn't think you'd. Yeah, was, this was all about leveraging. So, like, I, I've watched a few videos of just like uh, news reporters who are interviewing some of these Leave It uh, people and saying like, "What do you?" And like, news reporters are flabbergasted. They don't yeah. even know how to continue the interview. I saw one where the news anchor was just like, "I think we just let's go to a break." <laughs> they yep. ask, you know, so so what now? What's the plans now? What are we going to do? How are we going to make it through this? And it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we ever made that promise. And it's like, it was written on your campaign bus that 150 yeah. million Nigel Farage, pa- Farage pounds or whatever could be redirected to their health health care. <laughs> yeah, he says. Well, it wasn't I mean, really a promise. I didn't. I didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not written in giant letters. Yeah. And he's like, it's like that. Uh, I can't promise that. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel. All I know is that there will be more money that available. And then there's, and then there's also, what was it? Westminster yeah. that actually receives funding from the EU uh, directly. Yeah. And uh, like the day after they're asking, so for out, do we still get money from the EU for their town? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Probably not. Uh, no, well, you know, nobody really thought about it. Did you, what did you vote? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aye. Yeah. Aye, aye, aye. Um, I feel terrible for the youth uh, of the country. I mean, obviously it was a. Did you see the way the, the vote yeah, laid out in the very, youth yeah, versus 65 older? Yeah, 65 really did it. Yeah. Uh, we all know, I'm sure you all have heard about the Googling mm-hmm. after the vote, about what even is the EU. Yeah. Uh, Scotland, poor Scotland, had voted to stay with Britain and mm-hmm. now... Or stay with the Union. Stay, stay with the Union, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and now, uh, well, we, that we I think we know where that's going. Well, yeah, they're talking about doing an, yet another referendum, which they just had one last year, yeah. of, of whether or not they're going to stick with the UK. And it's kind of scary because obviously the European Union is worried about other people leaving now that the uk has left Mm -hmm. and i mean i would think that in the end when it comes to all of these uh uh, renegotiating conversations they're gonna make an example of the uk oh for sure i I think it's gonna be harsh there there was talk of uh france entertaining a similar idea for whether they should stick around or not possibly germany um because there are factions that want it but i think largely that opinion has changed since the brexit vote when they just watched the the pound sterling or whatever like plummet Plummet. to a 31 year low (sighs) and so i I think that it might actually serve to slow down some of that separation yeah yeah well i uh i i i hope things work out for them i mean it will they are it has to right they are a, a country, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, it doesn't it? Right? <laughs> like, yeah, doesn't doesn't it? I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, it might not work out for the UK, <laughs> but I'm sure all the other countries around them who are affected by them pulling out uh, will will be able to li- live with it later. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. hopefully everybody's fine. Yeah, the the UK. Well, is... now they don't have to like bother with worrying about the Brits' opinions. 
True. Yeah, like when they're having their meeting, like, you know, Mr. Loudmouth in the background is like, well, you know, what we do across the channel here is like uh, we we would just put up uh, taxes on on those people. And, uh, you, know, and uh, you, you know how Brit- Brit- British people talk. Yeah, that's that was a Cockney accent. <laughs> was that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Yo, I'm from Britain. Yo. <laughs> Over here on the west side <laughs> of Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we're on the west yeah. side of Europe. Yeah. Well, you know, politics. Politics. It's a lot of politics that we just talked about. For it, once it, for once in our country, politics are, uh, you know, a little smoother than they have been in the last Oh, yeah. I, I, to the point that like, I've stopped reading about news uh, I mean, <laughs> about Canada. I, I was I, like, oh, we're good. <laughs> I, well, you know what? I've stopped. I've, yeah, I've stopped worrying so much about federal news. Yeah, uh, I still have to stay in tune with provincial news, as that is my job. Oh, speaking of provincial news, mm-hmm. uh, you were mentioning something that Obama said in his speech that actually might have been directly uh, towards uh, about, me. Like he was talking to you. He's talking to me. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, he he actually mentioned Alberta specifically, mm-hmm. uh, and the good work happening. Uh, with both uh, balancing uh, our emissions and growing our economy, and I currently work in a, in a department that uh, handles uh, the the economic development of uh, of this province. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he basically just said my name on. It's like well done, Mike. Yeah, pretty much just said yeah. well done, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without act, like it's like he when he addressed Trump, but in this case he, you know, he didn't want to like like label you yeah yeah exactly like, you, you know he's just out. being just like it was just a casual very yeah a wink wink little wink, wink. A i saw the wink yeah. yeah nice yeah that's pretty good it's pretty good well you want to get into an episode all about yeah meat? i kind of kind of feel like people tuned into this not to get a bunch of politic talk yeah they want to hear about meat they want to hear about street meat. meats you know i spent like 10 hours editing this thing and mm-hmm. i didn't have a donair the whole time near me at all and i wanted one so badly it was tough yeah it was tough have you uh been to the place that omar, omar suggested? suggested since no i've been editing since and i went to sled island right also uh there should be a post online soon from my blog page in the next couple of days uh with some photos of sled island some of the bands there robert pollard guided by voices uh, you Doug, saw Guided by Voices? I did. I got lots of good photographs. I did you in, have to get tickets or did you actually get in? I got a free, I got photo pass. I got photo access. Oh, shit. Yeah. Was so it awesome? It was great. That's that's one on my list. Uh, Peaches. Peaches was amazing. Yeah. She's so good. Puts good on a great show. Yeah. Doug Marsh, Built to Spill. Yeah. That was really great as well. Oh, he was just on his own? No, it was, it was he was with Built to Spill, but uh-huh. uh, uh, it, it was, he's so good. His voice, he still sounds like such a teenager. It's yeah. Angelic. Yeah, built spill. I've seen a couple times. That's that's a good show. Very good. Yeah. Uh, so look forward to some of those photos. Uh, they'll be online in the next couple of days. Uh, check out Mike Borcelli, the blog page on the Borcelli Brothers website. Awesome. Uh, I hope you enjoy this talk with Omar Moellum. Omar Moellum. Um, I can't remember who is supposed to be the one to make him cry this episode. I think it's Nick. I think I did last time. Nick this time. Nick, you have to make him cry. 
Do you know how you're going to make me cry? Oh, yeah. Can I have a hint? <laughs> no. That was no. so disturbing how he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about it for oh, months. Oh, yeah. You've, you've, you're you're no so idea. fucked. <laughs> I really yeah. winged it for Kevin McDonald. I just... <laughs> you just hit, <laughs> him on, right? hit him on the knee with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when all else fails, of course. I know you printed out my Wikipedia. Yes. I was surprised to find one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most people are. What's amazing and is that should be. it was updated on April 10th. So somebody is somebody's keeping it up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Somebody what they updated. Somebody's updated. It's pretty funny that you're pretending it's not you. No, I, so <laughs> the, the surprise is that it's not me. Uh, I created it. Maybe someone um, just edited it. And I can destroy it. Uh, I don't know if I can destroy it anymore. Um, Wikipedia is weird. Like, I think on... Can I see? I, you yeah. know what? It might have been me. I think it might have been me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I decided I'd no longer like to be a rapper. Yes. That is exactly what it was. So I think I did that in April. Um, I was crying one night. But fuck and this. Wikipedia, exactly. you... It's not really me. I decided, it back I decided there was too much. It's like um, when you are, uh, I think when you're when you're like starting as a writer or as any musician and you're like writing your bio. I don't know if you've had to like write a bio of yourself before. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it starts out, I think it starts out really big because you're just putting everything in there. You're like, and this, you know, I, I guess I kind of worked on this a little bit. And there was that time I got the, the J- Jason Lang scholarship that 80% of the populace gets. Uh, but I think as you accomplish more, you start to edit it down. You just put like the, the finer top details. Um, and so I think that's part of it. But also I decided I don't want to be a rapper anymore. And so I edited, I edited that stuff down. I was afraid that someone was going to be like, some motherfucker doesn't want this guy to be known as a rapper. Hmm. <laughs> Who would do such a thing? And then they would put it back in. How does Wikipedia work? Like, can anybody make their page? Or do you have to have something of note that they approve? Well, yeah, I was asking like, could you I about this when you were in here. Like, how many references do you need? And I don't know. Because like, could, we, could we make one for the, for the podcast at some point? Absolutely. No, we would make uh, one individually. Podcast would be separate. <laughs> <laughs> well when you put it that way hello everybody we are sitting here with uh omar Moellum, a local edmontonian who is a journalist uh also a writer and an editor and a rapper although his wikipedia has been edited to say that he is not a rapper any longer as of april 2016 yeah as of april 12th 2016, 2016. um we have you on here. We could have had you on here for many reasons. Um, we will talk about some of those reasons. But when we asked you to be on the show, you said, uh, sure, I want to talk about street meets. Right? And so, yeah, so I, I think that I, was, that was, I was like, like nine months ago. Yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter what you wanted to talk about. I was in. Uh, you were a good person to be on. I've heard you on CBC Radio um, being interviewed, so I knew that you could talk. Uh, I've talked to you at parties before. I've uh, I've known you for a while. Yeah, you know here and there cross uh, some cross, paths. cross our paths. Mm-hmm. So, so I went home. I was like, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, Omar wants to do it. He wants to do it on street meets. Mike was like, eh, 
Well, Mike is like, what does he mean by street meats? And so I actually didn't know. I was just really excited. And I looked it up. And I looked it up, and it was uh, uh, any... There was two two definitions. Yeah. Uh, any variety of meat sold by a street vendor, such as hot dogs, sausage, kebabs, sandwiches, etc. No, so we don't want to talk about that. Okay, so then the second option was a street walking prostitute. Yes, that's what we're here to talk about. Okay, so we are both ready for both possible answers. Um, you can you can exclude the first one. Yeah, okay. we are here to talk about night walkers. Perfect. Uh, right. You might know this neighborhood then. Yeah, I live on 107th Avenue, mm-hmm. and um, there's uh, there's some great places to find shawarma. And is that what you donors? call call the women of the? <laughs> we street. call the women shawarma, uh-huh. and the, the men, men donors. Donors, yes. I like this. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Right. Uh, you yeah. know what? Let's let's instead talk about because I yeah you know what I think. Maybe we should talk about the first one because I'm still gathering my thoughts about the second one. I just don't have any experience with oh, the second so you one. Wanna, you want to talk about like uh, food vendors? Yeah, let's talk about that instead. Okay, yeah. That's, uh, that's, let me just flip my page to the food vendors page. Okay. So, uh, street meats. Uh, let me see. So it could be a hot dog, a sausage, kebab, a sandwich. Let's talk about kebabs. Kebabs, okay. Kebabs. What is a kebab? Actually, Mike, I have an, I know he has a question about the I have word a couple kebab. of que- I have a question I have a couple of questions about uh, the the What is kebab? Let's start with the that. nouns in general. Yeah. So, kebab, what is that? It's a rotating meat. Okay. That, that's all it means. That's a kebab. But it's okay. on a stick. That's what gives it the kebab yes, term? a spit. Yeah, a Right? Spit. They would call it a spit. So anything you shave vertical. off of that is a kebab. Vertical. Yes. But its origins are horizontal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But I think someone realized that apparently... Uh, oh, God. I wish I remembered his name. Um, a Turkish fellow, <laughs> only about 200 years ago, figured like, you know what? If we were to just take this kebab... And uh, turn it vertically, then all that like grease will just sweat down the side of it, and just like mm. really, really in, uh, intensify the flavors of it, and just let it sweat. Just let that meat sweat. I would imagine if you're using a motor of some kind too, it would take less energy to rotate it on a vertical axis than the horizontal axis, would it not? Um, speaking as an engineer, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it was all about the juices. Uh, it all wasn't about, the fact that all the guy's the arm was getting tired from doing <laughs> that. <laughs> so <laughs> probably, probably. Um, yeah, I'm not, you know, I, I would love to know how they made it turn before electricity. Or, or maybe that's what it was. It was like coal, coal-fired electricity that really, uh, really changed it. Yeah. Um, I, would, I would genuinely love to take a year of my life to find out the, the, the most amount of information I can about kebabs because I find them very fascinating you can really see like immigration patterns around the world and how different cultures assimilated or didn't assimilate as much uh according to their street meats it's actually it's it's quite fascinating and like we think of like the shawarma and the doner and the tacos al pastor and the gyros as four different foods but like they all came from the same origins, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Or even when you're like, you look at that. That's actually a great conversation because you can look at even like the way curries have traveled. 
Mm. Like that's like one of the ancient ones where you have curries that have traveled all over the world and then have become their street foods everywhere. And then you even have your Brit style curries now and mm-hmm. like that are very authentic Brit. And I, I traveled um, around Europe for seven weeks a couple of years ago and I ate uh, Donaire's, well, what they would call Dunar's, uh, uh, every everywhere I went. And no two were the same. It was amazing how, like, every single country had its own version of it, different condiments, different breads. Um, the meat always tasted quite differently. Whereas here in Canada, if you get a Donaire from Vancouver to Halifax, it's almost exactly the same dish. Um, in the West, we put lettuce in it. And in the East, if you put lettuce in it, it's like super heresy and they Mm. don't like a lot of vegetables either. And it's like super meaty, but more or less, it's the same thing. In fact, like if you go across Edmonton and eat at 10 different donair shops, there's like an 80% chance that you're eating literally the same meat all coming from the same plant in North Edmonton called Athena donair. That's like disseminating donair meat all across Alberta. That's super cool. <laughs> Just Alberta? Is it? Uh, yeah, they don't have a federal license. I got a yeah. I got a tour of the plant once. I got to see how they make the mystery meat. That brings us to why actually we thought that for both subjects you would be a leading expert. Uh-huh. Um, because because I've spent time specifically in North about, Edmonton. Well, <laughs> being part of North Edmonton, but also uh, you've written I, th- I, th- I think I counted four articles that I could find just on uh, Donair meat. Yep, and it's it's spread. From Halifax to yeah, Canada to, to, to Alberta. possible, you know, moving down south to the states. Yeah, there's been um, some efforts to uh, move it into the states. That's difficult though because they have the euro, and the euro is just so. Um, it's just such a a, a part of. Like, no, they the use the U.S. dollar. <laughs> You're right, actually. Oh, did they start using the U.S. dollar? Yeah, the, I thought they were they using said the, the euro. Brixton vote uh, a couple weeks ago, and now the U.S. Well, then is maybe the donor has not a chance part of now. the euro anymore. Maybe it has a chance now that you don't have to find euros to the buy them. exit. <laughs> okay, you were saying. <laughs> was I saying? Was I saying? Just anything, to just really? to clarify to uh, the folks at home that he's pronouncing it properly, euro, but you might pronounce it gyro or gyro. I will start. Uh, pen- I will start calling it a gyro, mm-hmm. um, just to avoid any no, no, no. homophones. Say, no, euro. You We've say, clarified you say it how it's supposed to be said because it has been a. It was. It's a source of confusion. For Is a that lot one of people. your questions? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How do you say it? Euro. 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 That's, that's the a Greek, Greek word. That's the Greek way to do yeah. it. Because I've walked into restaurants and I've gone, "Can I have a gyro? A gyro. 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 Is that where they, they and then they slap you with the meat? Yeah, they, they just like they cut off some strips and then they slap you with it. <laughs> they just they hit say, me for out. not being able to say it. Yeah, and I'm out of there. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a very, very, very anxious food orderer. Like, Are you really? Yeah, That's like true. really, really anxious about it. And Why? even like even like fast food, I can't go up to the uh, to the counter if I don't know exactly what I'm going to say when I get up there. I fuck it up and I fumble or I I panic order something. And I order a gajagaduro, and that's and, and really, then, and then I I feel we, awful for the rest of the day. Can we role play? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, uh, welcome to Jugo Juice. Oh God! What can what can I get you? Uh, green, a green, a green, a large. Uh, do you guys do venti? Uh, we, can I get a we, venti? Uh, 
green uh sir there's there's a lineup behind you uh you yeah, want yeah, you want the yeah, green yeah, apple yeah, the yeah, green apple no smoothie? no sir, uh, the, there's a lineup um, of fort mcmurray the, fire evacuees behind you the one it's like the it's like hemp uh no uh that's uh, sir spinach, it's seven spinach, o'clock green, i was supposed uh, to be off an hour ago uh, mm-hmm. uh give me it can i can i have sir a, it's my child's graduation uh, today I'll, I'll i would have, really like to see them i'll have one of your breakfast rolls sir we don't have breakfast rolls here they have they have little breakfast burritos no you're thinking booster juice no, it's <gasps> <laughs> trick question, motherfucker. <laughs> See, so it's you not, would it's, be it's terrible some, to it's have something, to take an order from. It's something like that. If I don't know exactly what I'm going for, so do you? So just, I, sta- I stand back and I hover, and they go, "Can I help you?" I'm like, "I'm just looking." Yeah, just like, looking, just like that. Yeah. Oh, food courts are the worst. Yeah, if they even see you remotely, like viewing their restaurant, they're like, "Can I help you?" Can do I you, help you? Oh. They like wave to you, and you're just like, "I'm just." I don't even know if I've settled on you versus these other twenty. The one in Commerce Place for sure. Ugh. Oh yeah, Commerce. Are you paralyzed by choice? Is that what it is, Mike? No, not at all. It's not the choice. It's it's literally just the action of saying it, and it's the only aspect of my life wherein I get nervous like that because I don't get. I'm not a. I I I have no problem speaking in public right now. I have no problem. (laughs) I have no problem speaking in public or doing anything like that. It's really that that area of my life that's the only thing i really, really? get like flustered and like it's what like about going like, up to a counter and ordering something so if you were to get like in a cab and you gotta tell them where you gotta go no not at all no nope. that's easy yeah cool as a cucumber and if you were to go to like uh an sti clinic and you gotta tell them like what you want never be for, never has been a problem never has been not a yet no so yeah and if you're like if you're in jail and someone's like what are you in for I, i'm pretty quick on the drive. no problem yeah but just what are you in for I held up a Jugo Juice line for way too long, loitering. I held, yeah, that's right. I was charged for yeah, that's, that's what it would be. You you held them up. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. But that's the that's that's the only time. So gyro, it's pronounced a gyro. Yeah. Here's a little interesting fact about it. Greek food, however, its uh, origins are in Armenian people. It was Armenian uh, refugees who fled the uh, brutal Ottoman rule of Turkey, and then they took the kebab with them to Greece, and they were like, hey, I know you guys don't really want us to be here, but we could, like, maybe offer you something like this uh, beautiful vertical meat over here. And they're Just like, try it. How does it taste with our tzatziki sauce? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Let's throw some fucking cucumbers <laughs> in there. See what's up. You make a flatbread? Great. That sounds awesome. And that's the origins of the gyro. That is true, beautiful fusion. It is. Right? It really is. And I like. I think of the doner, which is like an evolution of the Turkish meat, and it has influences of Greeks and um, Turkish Germans, and it's like in Lebanese pita as well. And then the sweet sauce is like as Canadian as maple syrup. And when I think of that, it's like the most Canadian of cuisines because it's it's like five different cultures all wrapped in one. It is the Canadian story in a dish. That's why I love Donairs. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was well, a great episode. Well, this was episode. good. Yeah. <laughs> I said what I wanted to say. Omar, you had uh, previously asked where, like, who had actually started the meat turning vertically in the first place. Iskander. Well, it was the, I don't know his name. I could not okay. find that, but I do know it was the Ottoman Empire yep. in about 1870. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. So not even 200 years old. Yeah. 
There you go. And it's, hmm. yeah, it was totally because Greece kept singeing the meat. <laughs> Is that really what it was? Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Iskander something something. Yes. It's a, it's a beautiful family tree of meats. Like it just, you just watch it around the world evolve in different ways. In Japan, they put fries in it, which is fucking weird, but that's what, what they in do. the meat? Uh, not in the meat, in the sandwich. Sounds, in the sandwich. It sounds yeah. really good. I mean, I French fries in anything. That's cool. Sometimes they put ketchup in it too, and that's just, I, uh, I'm not a big fan of ketchup. I'm not a big fan of ketchup too. It's kind of bo- I, I, find I it really only boring. like ketchup with McDonald's fries specifically. Yeah. McCain fries for me. You eat McCain fries. Once in a while. That's fine. So, <laughs> you get a pass. As he laughs under <laughs> his breath. So, ha, ha, do you have a favorite style? Like, is there a favorite version of the donair that you like? There's really only one. Well, uh, I mean, as the sandwich, there's only one style. But so, if you yeah, want to yeah. get okay. into, like, like donair burger. Lettuce about, or yeah, no yeah. Less, lettuce. Lettuce or no lettuce. Yeah. Let's start with that. How much East of your West. listenership is, is in the East Coast? Not many. All right. Lettuce. I, I like I like a little bit of that freshness in there. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna, I, I really like the Roadrunner donair uh-huh. because it has no lettuce. Oh, really? It's okay. just tomato, meat, cheese, and sauce. No onion. There's onion. Yeah, there's yeah, onion. onion as well. Okay. Yeah, that's very that's very East Coast. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know. I mean, I just I just like a I like a little bit of that freshness in there. Maybe it makes me feel a little bit better about eating this donair. Thing is, though, by the time it's you're a eating a donair, thing. you shouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. By the time you're there, yeah, <laughs> I, I do like that fuck. bit of crunch though. Fucks. That lettuce crunch. I also, yeah, I'm nice not a fan of like good. the shredded iceberg lettuce. Oh, I iceberg, find that yeah, I, no, the no. shredded iceberg like a lettuce, fresh lettuce. It comes out, and even like when you see the yellowed lettuce leaf come down onto your yeah, it just, and unfortunately, yeah. it's what they use. Like iceberg lettuce, like get rid of it altogether. It's such a useless. Kind of. It's such a useless vegetable. There's nothing there. It's basically water. In solid form, mm-hmm. it's like if someone three D printed water. With dirty water, yeah, right, yeah. Like it totally. tastes a little dirty. It's going to give you brown, wrinkly ice. I wonder yeah. how much, like, what the environmental impact is of growing this bullshit lettuce is. Like, just stop fucking growing it. Sell me other lettuces. Lettuce eye. Just a just a a, <laughs> a leaf lettuce. Yeah, is perfect. Oh, beautiful. So I love a leaf lettuce in my mm. donair. Yeah, donair. That's like it's just it adds that nice bright green, like the good solid green color it is a Got little a, like, soft though you want right? something that has like no a but a when you get closer to, to the right to, to the, the root to well, the center are they like just peeling off the end pieces and just using the spine well like a romaine romaine mm-hmm. like it does Romaine's get leafy good. but like real good you get real that crunch. good yeah so uh where in this city then uh we're not actually let's not have you Best choose just one uh let's uh what would be your top three all right i feel like that's more fair let me do Best in the city, mm-hmm. best on the south side, and best on the north side okay. of the river. Let's do that. Say so downtown, White Ave, best overall. Okay. White Avenue, mm-hmm. Queen Donair. Oh, I love Queen. Mm-hmm. Love Queen. Pretty good. Yeah. What I like about them is they do these bigger pieces of uh, of Donair. It's a little, a little thick, right? And then they got to like grill it again. It yeah. gets a little, mm-hmm. little crispy on the edges. Uh-huh. I like that. That's why I like Roadrunners. It's it's a, same deal. You know I what? bet you Omar's never even had a Roadrunner. I I don't think I have. You should Here's have the thing. one. I should have brought one. Okay. I let me let me get one. to the point. Uh, best donair in the city is Swiss donair, on the north side. Where's that? At? Uh, north side. A one eighty second Street and one Fortieth Avenue. Holy, something that's like that. Way out. There. Yeah, it's super lebby. 
Super. It's like by Emmy Lizert. Okay. Yeah. You go there for lunch and it's just like 25 Lebanese teenagers in line yelling bro at each other, like over each other's heads. I actually was up in that area like yesterday. I should have stopped by Swiss Donair. You should have. But you didn't know about it until today. Well, it's it's true. I'm actually really new to the Donair community. <laughs> well, that's, you know, you know, you make a good point. I didn't know. I didn't know about it. I've I'm, driven by it a lot. and Okay, hmm. let's, let's get an address for our Edmonton folks here. We'd, oh, sorry. We'd like to throw it out there. 8308 um, 144th Ave. All right, I was four blocks off. All right. Um, why, so, why is it the best? Yeah, you know, I've, I've thought about this a lot. I think that a lot. I've thought about this a lot. I think that one of the things that separates them from the rest is that their bread is really chewy and fresh and i think that they probably get it from the pita bakery that's just like a like a really short drive like maybe five minute drive Mm. every morning that's my guess because the bread is always so soft and chewy um and it's not more than like a day old so i think that's it and their vegetables are fresh like you were talking about that yellow lettuce that you Mm -hmm. get you don't want that that. you don't want that or or the kind of like spongy tomato Mm -hmm. fuck that shit um but their vegetables are fresh. But the meat, the meat is the same. The meat is the same from almost one Donair shop to another. There's Athena. Because it's all sourced from the same place. Athena and Aladdin. Those are like the two Donair plants in this city. And that's basically where they all come from. So we, uh, I work at a restaurant called Daravara. Have you been? Um, no, I've never been actually. You oh. work there? I didn't know that you worked yeah, there. Yeah, I do work there. Um, is that the place where I always see you? Is that the place where I go drink and eat, and then I see you working? Oh there? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's the same place. Yeah, Darvara. Oh, Dar Daravara. Yeah, yeah. It's oh. it's Gaelic. It's a Gaelic word. Oh yeah. Um. So we actually did donairs there. So we were doing like a Friday special. We did it a couple weeks in a row where we made our own homemade donair meat. Like we did the proper meat emulsion, garlic and onions and and salt and pepper. It's actually very simple. The spices and yeah, it's not, so it's not complex. Huh. It's very simple. We did it all in a pan, and we made our own flatbread. And you guys went really far. We really went far, and they were. It was awesome. We made our own tzatziki. Made our own sweet sauce. Damn. It it was it was really good, so but it, it was different. Special? It was different because like the bread was not like a pita bread. It was a flatbread they were right. doing, and you ended up. Using a fork a lot with it because it was just it would fall lot. out. Yeah, that's the thing that but it I turned learned. out great. I was it was fascinating to because they got really excited about the chefs because they were like exploring how to do this. And it, I would love to see them do it again. I know that yeah. the the next act did a donair brisket, which was basically mm. like a beef brisket, but then that, all yeah. the other trappings of a donair, mm-hmm. which was super popular. I and I think they good. they put it on the menu. I, I had it twice. Yeah. It was very popular special. I think they put it on the menu. They put it on to like advertise meat when it was opening, I think. Right? Maybe, oh, maybe that's what it was. That's when Look I saw you it. I'm a, it was next act regular. You with your was, fucking Google. It was the brisket from meat, yeah. <laughs> it, okay, that would make sense. That would make mm-hmm. sense. Meat, for but, those of you listening from out of the city, is a restaurant that's attached to Next Act and owned by the same people. I like that they. I like that Daravara used the sort of uh, flatbread taco sort of thing because mm-hmm. in my experience around Europe is they they every different place 
every place uh, experimented with the bread a little bit. So they had like, yeah, there's pita, but there was also that like really spongy Indian durum bread, I think it's called. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there was also sort of like a ciabatta bread and that kind of stuff. Whereas in Canada, it's always pita. Mm-hmm. Always pita. If it's not a pita, then it's probably not a donair. It's probably a, a euro. Um, but yeah, I like that experimentation a little bit. Yeah, you know what? The bread was probably my one of my favorite parts of it too because it was just, it was so chewy and mm. stretchy and yummy. It was, mm. yeah, they, they killed it. In the East Coast, they're experimenting with um, donair sausages right now. I think that would be really tasty. Whoa. Of course it would. Yeah. That makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. So, like, just look at the take, look on your take, face. taking the emulsion. Like, it took, it took and, like, me aback. It, <laughs> it did take <laughs> you aback. I was like, I was just thinking about, like, whoa. whoa I want to taste now. it right away. <laughs> yeah. After a few of these refreshing steam whistle beers, all I want is a donair sausage. So you've had you've had the Halifax style, no lettuce, like straight up like meat. They don't put cheese in theirs either. There's I've, no cheese in there. I've had it in Edmonton, mm-hmm. but I've never actually had a Halifax donair in Halifax. Okay, mm. it's one of my deepest darkest secrets. Because mm. you've written a lot of articles. about I've this. written a lot of it, and they're like, "So how do you think it compares to Halifax?" And I'm like, "Well, come with me a second. Let's 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 step, walk into that corner over there. Over yeah, yeah. I've never been. I just hope you realize this is not a dark corner. You. <laughs> no, no. This You're is on the open. internet <laughs> right oh now. Oh We're live god. streaming this. Oh god. Searchable by everyone in the world except uh, people from North Korea. Oh, those poor North Koreans. Mm-hmm. Actually, maybe they're better off because they don't have to listen to me. I wonder if they have like they a really good. Trump. I wonder if they have a really good street food, and we don't know about. <laughs> What's it. a North Korean street food? Oh yeah. man, do you think that like as soon as they open their borders, that's going to be like the some sort of amazing thing. fusion? It's it's gonna gonna like every <laughs> they've been hiding this all every, along. Like, <laughs> upper class like white chef is just going to reappropriate the North yeah. Korean foods. <laughs> They'll be like. It's a chip sandwich because they got to get really innovative with yeah. what they have. <laughs> yeah, probably. You think it is like it's a it's a soup in a shoe <laughs> on a stick <laughs> on a stick. <laughs> New um, frozen hot or cold, deep fried. <laughs> but seriously, it's really bad in North Korea, and a lot of people are starving. Yeah, and... it's not you know not necessarily something to joke about. Maybe but not. They can't not. even afford their amazing street food. A lot of people in North Korea. <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit of segue into something and a segue back. Um, the Yards magazine. Mm-hmm. You are the editor. Mm-hmm. This is a magazine that is focused on specifically the downtown core of Edmonton. Uh, urban design, urban planning, culture, yeah, that kind of thing. Food, service, mm-hmm. just how mm-hmm. to live, how to yeah. enjoy yourself. You just uh, released your summer 2016 issue. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a quarterly magazine. It, that's right. Every season we do one. Um, yeah, so this would be, um, I think, issue number seven. We're almost two years old. Uh, it's going well. I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, it's funny. It's it's so nice to have a magazine that's so simple because it's like if, if you're – one of the hardest things about being an editor usually is that like you get all these ideas from writers and stuff and you have to you only have so much space and you got to like be picky and choosy about every everything but like when people pitch things to me if like it doesn't fit within this one kilometer radius basically of like 109th street mm-hmm. and, and you know jasper avenue um then it's just not for us and i love the idea that our focus is so narrow and i also love that it's a print magazine 
which seems so crazy in this day and age. But if you think about it, like we, that's all we have to do is, I mean, we have a website, we have like um, some social media presence and that kind of stuff, but it's so nice to have like a solid print magazine that kind of just um, sustains itself and justifies itself because we have this crazy distribution where if you live in Oliver or if you live in downtown, even if you put up a no junk mail sticker, screw that. We are going to get through that sticker. We're going to get in your mailbox. Because you know it's not junk. What, what? Yeah, because we're a nonprofit and, and there's some sort it of... It says on there, it says, you're welcome. Yeah. Does yeah. it say that? I think so. You, does it? I on my it does. On the mailing label. Does it? I don't, <laughs> I don't think it does. It should. I don't think it does, John. <laughs> we should put that on there, though. We really You're welcome. Should. You're welcome. Um, I would Smiley appreciate emoji. if you guys expanded to the Bonnie Dune area. I'd like that in my mailbox. You no, would like you, a, you, you would like a magazine about the inner city, but downtown and Oliver in Bonnie well, Dune. Well, yeah, I'm only a two-minute bus ride away. That's a very nice way to put it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's never going to happen. I'm like, <laughs> right unless, unless Bonnie Dune's Community League would like to pay for the distribution to Bonnie Dune, it's never going to happen. So um, Oliver okay. Community League, Downtown Community League. They are both, our, our partners, uh, they, our funders. Partners. Yeah. Uh, also with uh, the Central Edmonton News Society. Yeah. So, so that's, what's that? That's, Did that, that become... that's the nonprofit that operates the magazine, and then the money comes from... Is that a chicken and egg kind of thing? Like, those exist because of... Um, no, SENS Central Edmonton News Society is definitely the egg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oliver and Downtown came came together. They uh, had some chicken sex, and then we are the egg. Is that how eggs are? Okay, wait, you just said they were an egg? No, we are, SENS, SENS. Was an egg, you said? Yeah, it's the egg. Now the yards is an egg? And the yards is a fetus, is the chick. Or the yolk, so whatever it, you want. And the chickens were the Oliver and Downtown Community League are yes, the chickens. Okay, okay. They made an egg. The egg ascends when it hatches. Out comes the yards, either as um, like a yolk, okay. or as a chick, or as like a stillborn chick. That's the yards. All sounds good to me. Sounds delish. All sounds like nature. Yep. And nature is beautiful. Circle of life. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, so having said that, now you got to focus on the downtown core mm-hmm. and all of our area. What's the favorite donair down there? Oh, yes, coming back to that. See how I did that? Yeah, I saw what you did. Um, oh man, what is it? Is it called Aladdin? On <gasps> one, I know, yeah, it's called it's Jasper called Aladdin, I think. and one, oh, one, oh, seven, seven. Are, are, are you talking about right across from Commodore? Yeah, one oh seven. Yeah, yeah, they make a good one. Is this new? They make they, a good one. I've had yeah, I've had their shawarma and it was three really or four good. years. Yeah, shawarma's really good yeah. too. Three or four years is new. I haven't yeah, been downtown sure. in five years. Yeah, it might I even guess, be. Five I guess years I mean they've been, be there been there a while. Yeah, they've been there as long as I've been cognizant. It's of called like, Aladdin yeah. that area. I think so. It's called Aladdin, right? It's, it's red. I'm almost certain it's Aladdin. Yeah. A lot of red and orange on that sign. I'm almost certain it's called Aladdin. Strangely, not on Google. The only one on Google is in Saint Albert. That's the plant That's that produces plant. it, so maybe it's not Aladdin. No, I could swear it is though. Because as soon as you said it, I, re- I pictured yeah. the sign. Is it a name like that? Is it like Alibaba? No, it's it's Aladdin. It's Aladdin. What does Aladdin have to do with Le- Lebanon? Well, what does the Donair have to do with Lebanon? Well, it all comes from Turkish, Lebanese, Greek background, doesn't it? Yeah. A little what bit. does Aladdin have to do with any of those countries? <laughs> 
yeah, Lebanese people seem to be the purveyors of Donair. So, yeah. It's, so, uh, but Aladdin has nothing to do with even that side of the Mediterranean. Aladdin has to do with uh, Arabian Nights. Which, you know. So, Saudi Arabia. Uh, Arab uh, Arabian Nights. Uh, Would you consider Arabian yourself Nights. an Arab country, Lebanon? Uh, yeah, it's definitely. It's de- they speak <laughs> Arabic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, I'm just making a note here. <laughs> yeah, make a note. Um, is it called Arabia, Donair? You know what? It is called Arabia. <laughs> Arabia! Oh, it is called God. Arabia. You see what I did there? <laughs> yeah. It's called Arabia. 10709 uh, Jasper F. There you go. I could have sworn it was Aladdin. Why does that? Why does that? Uh, just you being racist. Because Dude, like no, the font a, is the same. The font is very Aladdin. It's the same as the Disney's it's Aladdin, very Aladdin cover. Um, my mother, my mother wanted to name me Aladdin. Apparently, it's really? the thing that I was told when I was a child. And uh, but somebody stopped her for Omar's the best. Good, I think. What's that? I like Omar. I like Omar. Omar's yeah. a good one. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's better than the most popular name the year I was born. <laughs> also, many years before that, for 200 years before Michael. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and Nick. Jeez. Nicholas. Mike, Nick, Sean, I, Jeff. Your parents just didn't... They just didn't try. We all had one-syllable name, so if if we were sitting in the basement uh, playing video games and they wanted us to do a chore, they'd call from upstairs and it would be this inaudible ah for one of us it'd be just like ah and we'd be like which one of us was that and so one of us would always have to go up usually me or nick because these guys were older and we learned a trick pretty quickly to just get up there and be like what do you need and she'd be like feed the dog and i'd go back downstairs and be like jeff mom wants you to feed the dog I just oh, very nice, these. very good. They didn't know any better. What was what was maybe the most ridiculous? That didn't work on me. Request? No, you were. Too I old. said, Mike. What was the, the most ridiculous dog. chore? One time, Sean called Jeff over from his friend's house to change the channel. <laughs> oh my god! Oh <laughs> my god! I honestly had to do something like that for my dad on more than one occasion. That was all for the fun of it. Though. Oh, no. <laughs> this was not for the fun of it. This was my dad sitting at one end of the living room, the television's at the other end of the living room, and the remote is like MIA, and he would just like call us. We'd come, be like, what's up? And he's like, turn the volume up. All right. <laughs> All right, Dad. <laughs> we will turn that volume up. Remember, this is the day after Father's Day. No holds barred. No holds barred. It's fine. It won't. It's fine. It won't air for like a, a week and a half after Father's That's Day. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so Arabia. That's the one you want to go with. That's. I'm going to go with that. I've never gone, best. and I'm really excited about it. What do you? Th- it, what do you think about uh, World's Finest? Um, I don't think I've been. I find it hilarious that they call themselves the world finest, though. He well, if you've never been, then you don't even know why it would be funny. (laughs) Well, I find okay. So why I find it funny is because you know how like Chinese restaurants always go with like a one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I find that Lebanese businesses love to call something like the world's best or the world's finest or like the best in the West or something like that. My um, is that why you've never been? Well, I'm a little leery of it. No, mm. I, I just, it, I just, all it says to me is that it's Lebanese owned. Like my 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 brother in law owns a, a pita bakery, 
and uh, it might still be on there. I don't think so. But like on the on the packaging, it used to see like it used to say something like the world's finest pita or something like that. Right. So that's all I get from world's finest donair. What do you think of King Donair and White? I don't know if I've been to King Donair. What do, you, do you have an opinion on King Donair? Well, well, I've been there twice, and I've, it was my introduction to Donairs. Yeah. Um, their curly fries are amazing, super greasy and delicious. And then uh, King Donair was actually just, it was good. It was fine. I think that King Donair and Queen Donair need to meet. <laughs> and have a baby donor <laughs> and be Prince Donair. Yeah, they have to have a Prince Donair <laughs> or a Princess Donair, and that will be like the you know royal baby of Canada. Could be the best. It, that would probably the, be the Prince. Best. The Prince Harry. That's absolutely. That's that's Not all Prince that's what's Prince the, Harry. What's the new princess name? The new princess. Yeah, Kate. Oh, the baby. The baby. There's a baby princess. Well, is now. It, I Georgia? Know, man. I don't freaking know. I don't know. We're supposed to know, I think, but I don't know. I could call my mother-in-law <laughs> if you'd like. Yeah, get her on the phone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about euros. We've talked about doner. We've talked about uh, kebab. Uh, shawarma fits in there. Shawarma's uh, that's the Lebanese. Uh, yeah, Ar- uh, le- yeah, Arab. Uh, Little both. Lebanese, Syrian, Palestinian, like Levantine area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is shawarma exactly like what's the difference between them shawarma is not uh the emulsified version right like it's not processed meat it's not yeah it's not processed it's like layers and layers and layers of meat it's um a lot more uh savory and herby Mm. than it is spicy um and then there's like the chicken version of that as well and they usually eat it with garlic sauce or tahini Something sauce. Like tahini on the beef, garlic on the chicken. And there's uh like like pickled vegetables. Pickled vegetables, yeah. It's one of the things that always threw me off with shawarma because I'm not a pickled guy. So the pickled things. It's not, not your thing. No, and so I always feel uncomfortable going into a place that serves shawarma and asking for no pickled vegetables. What do you I think feel- the worst case scenario is if you ask... That they will do a snot rocket into my right front of you. Or they will yell at me and say they won't serve me. Wow. Because I'm insulting their food. Why do you guys have such anxiety about ordering foods? Seinfeld. Say no more. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) He really affected me for a long time. I really thought the world was like that. (laughs) And it is. (laughs) It is at some places. It's like... When I went to Cat's Deli, where's Cat's Deli? Cat's Deli is uh, in New York. Okay. Wait. Yes, Schwartz's is in Montreal. Cat's right. is in New York. Right. Went to Cat's Deli's, Cat's Deli, and I walked in there, and it's so full of people, and you're just getting through that line, and all it is is like rye bread, pastrami, mustard, rye bread. That's what you get. It's loaded up. That's it. And a pickle, but there, there's so many people because their their meat is so famous. And then I, I like I even just to like interrupt the guy, and and be like, yeah, I want this sandwich. And he's like, okay, 
And he's like going, like he's like, he's got a pace going. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, no mustard. And he looks at me, no mustard, no mustard. And I was like, uh, yeah, no. And then I said, allergies, allergic. <laughs> I don't know many people. Is that he are foreign allergic. or what? Like, or, yeah, are you just foreign. speaking Canadian to him? No, I was speaking Canadian. Yeah, he was speaking Cat's Deli. Okay. I don't know. Sean notoriously hates anything vinegared or mustard or really? pickled, anything like that. Yeah, I've got a sensitive tongue. I'm a super taster. It's oh, a curse. Really? It's a curse. Do you eat very slowly as a result of that? No. No. <laughs> Opposite. I usually eat very fast so I can swallow it down. Really? So I do don't you, have to taste it. Do you enjoy eating food? I love eating food. He's very, very particular. I'm just very particular. Mike, how particular is he? He's very, very, very particular. He, he's actually a, a, quite a fine meat roaster himself. Mm-hmm. He can uh, cook the hell out of a roast on the barbecue. I can do barbecue roast or steak. Yeah, he does most things well. He's very, very, very particular. It kind of pisses me off sometimes because I love mustard and vinegar things. So I don't like, you know, uh, it's hard to like go out with him yeah. and get like something like that but because pretty much for me like if i get a hot dog I, all i want is mustard on it it's my favorite condiment what do you put on your hot dog just ketchup hot sauce ketchup braised sauerkraut didn't you say you don't like vinegary things ketchup's not vinegary the sugar hot ratio sauce is so vinegary no, no no i don't put tabasco on i put on sriracha oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i stay away from tabasco right. wise choices mm-hmm. well you do you man it's know. not I my don't. choice. It's not my choice. <laughs> like, I either like it or I don't. I don't like it. It's fine. I guess. It, it, to the point that, like, I can... I, I think yeah. that's probably true, but also, like, I used to hate a lot more foods than I do today. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. You know, oh, for I, sure. I used to be a lot more finicky about the foods that I ate, and then now I just put it all in my mouth. <laughs> so I, I honestly, so, I so when someone's really like, someone's like, I have no choice. I'm mm. no, no, no. Uh, I have no choice. I can, I will gag and throw up. Yeah, he can't. Really? He can't get anywhere near it. Uh, specifically, you, mu- mustard's the one. Things I can swallow down and not uh, react so violently to, but uh, mustard. Uh, I pretty much, I, I do need to say that I have an allergy to it. Okay. Because if you don't want to blow chunks. I would say that if you throw up eating something, that's an allergy. Definitely. Even if I haven't swallowed it yet? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> even more. It's like a visual allergy. If it even touches my mouth. You want to take Anyways. this time? Take this time to... Uh, uh, pee well, break? Well, no, well, Nick is uh, grabbing... Let's do a pee break. Do you need a pee break? I might need a pee break. Omar, you need a pee break? No, I think I'm fine. Take well, a pee break. We could if you take, take one, I'll take one. Then let's throw on our steam whistle commercial. That's what we're drinking. How are you liking your steam whistle, Omar? Oh, they are so excellent. Steam whistle, since I moved to Edmonton, is such a big part of my life. All right, let's do a pee break.
Hey, Sean! What are you drinking? Oh, hey, uh, hey Mike. Uh, I didn't see you there. Uh, actually, I was drinking a, a cool, refreshing steam whistle beer. Uh, it's brewed in Toronto. It's Canadian. It's really delicious. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. Can I have one? Well, that that was actually my last one. Oh. Yeah. Steam whistle beer. Or yeah. dogs. How good for me, that be? it's be it's cats or becoming a dog person. Right. Those are those are that's that's, sort that's of the, the other side of the coin. Yeah, that's the other side. Yeah, of the, the coin. Yeah, the thing with the dog is that you have to have it on you all the time. It's so much. It work. has to be with you all the time, or he's going to be a little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they are. So I think I think talking about dogs here is actually a good segue into talking about some international street foods. <laughs> Yeah, um, Mike, you have been to China. I have been to China. Mm-hmm. Yes, Beijing, Beijing, Shanghai, Xi'an, Shanghai, Hong Kong. How did they pronounce them? Uh, Shanghai, <laughs> Hong Kong, Beijing, and Xi'an. Or Xi'an is a hard one. I can never remember if I'm doing it right or not. But I think it's Xi'an, or it's not Cheyenne. It's Xi'an. I think it's Xi'an. So just like we're so we basically speak Mandarin. Yeah. Just yeah. by pronouncing those say, say the word ma four different ways and you've you've said your mother, a horse, and a curse word and like <laughs> something else. <laughs> All right, good to know. Uh but yeah, I've been there. So what was the <laughs> street what was this what was the street food like? I didn't have much street food. Didn't really get to enjoy. Did you it. notice that there was a lot of dog people there? No, there was a lot of dog pelts. Was it really? Oh yeah, the, it's a in thing. The markets, yeah. It's not just German like... Shepherd and yeah. really, yeah, yeah. A lot of tears from the rest of the group and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a thing. There. Whatever. It's a thing there. It's you know, it's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do what whatever. you want to do? Kind of. I mean, we're, I we're all dealing. We're, we're deal- it's not. I mean, you're dealing with sentient animals and things like that. I mean, like, where, where, where's the, where's the wrong and the good really when you're dealing what's the difference between a dog I can't and a be cow like, yeah absolutely really like, yeah totally it's, well here's the thing yeah the dog has personality right but a dog is not even about personality a dog is literally a species that he's evolved yeah. to be a companion to humans a dog it's true yeah Fair. right they came about because we wanted them and we bred them so are we okay with eating i couldn't eat a dog i mean personally on the record, I couldn't eat a dog, but yes, okay. uh, I don't. I don't know street food. On a stick, though, <laughs> I'd eat a dog. <laughs> oh boy! So the <laughs> to to the point, I I didn't get a chance to eat much street food in China, which is a shame because they have a lot of it, and I I didn't get to eat any because I, I was with food. I was with a tour group. I think. Uh, I've I've eaten at a lot of uh, really high end restaurants as a travel writer, as a food writer. But the most enjoyable experience for me is when I'm in cities and I grab something off the street and I sit on a park bench or I sit in a park and just like eat off a paper plate or eat out of a out of like a, a paper tissue or something. Absolutely, favorite thing in the world. Now, do you have a favorite? Uh, have you been to a country that specifically like really hit home, like really nailed it? Mexican street food, yeah. And I, and I think probably most of your listeners have 
experience Mexican street food. Mm-hmm. Just a thing of beauty. Yeah. Just wonderful. So cheap and um, just uh, so, I don't know. There's this, And Mexican food in general, like, is so humble. That's something that I love about it. Like, I've had um, very, like, finely made and prepared Mexican food and it's lovely, but it's never as good as what you can get off the street mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in the country. So are we talking like, you know, the tacos? Yeah, like uh, tacos and, and tortos. Yeah, tacos out the store. Like the elote, the, the corn. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So good. Um, Where else? I don't know. What? Uh... Oh, New York. New York. Yeah, I mean, I've had some, you know, like water, the, the, the water, water dog, dogs, the yeah. water dirty dog, or I whatever actually, it's called. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. I thought it was going to be more impressive because you mean you grew up thinking, oh, no. street hot dog. And everyone's like, well, just no. make sure you got some dogs. It's like, oh, I don't know. I think I think that's how grandma made her. Give hot me dogs. like a, a fat Franks any day. <laughs> yeah, over that. for sure. I think what I did like about that was that it was the great equalizer, and you saw all. It didn't matter what class or what one percent or ninety nine percent. Everybody eats that fucking water dog. Yeah, absolutely. I I mean that's kind of true with most street foods. Like yeah. you go into you go into Churchill Square here in Edmonton and like everyone's lining up for a Fat Franks. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah. the mayor and it's like the guy who just like stumbled out of the Boyle Street, mm-hmm. you know, community yeah. services. Um have you ever had a uh bagel in New York? Mm-hmm. I didn't get I didn't have a yes. bagel. How much cream cheese did they put on yours? So much. So much cream it was cheese. Too thick, actually. It is I scraped insane. it off. Yeah. It's in why? It sounds like my dream. They take like a dry no, water. I love it. it. I, love, I love no. it. I love it. I love cream cheese. I'm telling you right now, you don't like you. Don't I don't want know. This. I don't know. You Would don't they want do it? it? A whole city of people okay. love it. What's, what is a bagel? <laughs> a bagel is like 300 calories. Mm-hmm. There's like another 700 calories of cream cheese. Oh, too much that, on top of it. That, see, okay, we'll see. So we'll see. It's like, okay, so uh, one half of a bagel is that thick. Yeah. It's like that thick. Uh, just so well. the listeners like at home the, the, see, the he's bagel, holding a quarter, yeah, quarter to half, half an inch. inch. I'd say half an inch. It's like <laughs> another, like they increase the size of the bagel by a third just with cream cheese oh. and and it's did you ever like, it's a big white bucket of cream cheese yeah. that they use like a dry it's wall the cream cheese it's not, not flavored it's I know. not anything it's just cream i love cheese. i love cheese love regular cream cheese now okay. is it good quality cream cheese no it comes out of a white bucket and they're putting an inch of it it's on not philadelphia and well, that's a different that's a different story no it's it's if the it's same just story. crap in a thick it's the in a same thick story. Thing. okay you're you remember, telling me that you want to I, bite I, I actually, repeatedly into yeah. half an inch of cream cheese over and over and does anyone over yeah, does anyone I remember I I could. no but okay i think let's I, put it in perspective I think I do. let's put it in perspective does anyone remember that meme that photo that was going around of the woman sitting on the park bench eating a block of cheddar cheese she had a full block, and she was eating yeah, it yeah, like yeah. it was a sandwich. I don't remember this. Okay, poor now, woman just out for a disturbing. fucking snack in now, the park. Now, how? Now, now, what is your first reaction to that? Just even hearing it, if that, you haven't seen that, it. looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cheese shame the shit out of that woman, and I just want too much, right? It's too much. It's too much. I just want to eat know that what? cheese. The thing is, I could actually be seen probably eating that entire block of cheese. But in thinly in thin slices that are on bread and like, but like, but not like. I, I just nice feel like pressure. once you have too much, like there's the thing about texture and the chew yeah. and the process of 
and the ratio of that to the bagel, the bagels which are already superior bagels. Mm-hmm. Put that into contrast to Montreal bagels, and when you get a bagel in Montreal, they don't. You can get it with stuff on it if you want to, but they also can. You can just buy a bucket of stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. Like a big container of smoked salmon cream cheese mm. that's all processed for you. And you just ba- basically t- rip that bagel up and you just dip it mm. in. Oh, mm. oh, look at these gestures oh my that you're making. <laughs> yeah. That is like, last time I was in Montreal, every single night at 2 in the morning. Because the bagel, rest- bagel places, bakeries are open all night. Because they're they got to get all the bagels ready for the morning. So they might as well just be open. Mm-hmm. And you just go in there for fresh made bagels at 2, 3, 4 in the morning. doesn't matter. And you get the smoked salmon cream cheese, and you just you just eat a whole bag of bagels. That's like that sounds really. That's good. like that's like the after bar food. I don't Phenomenal. believe in it heaven, was... but if I did, it would be on a street in Montreal with a bag of bagels. Oh yes. my god! It, it so I didn't actually even know how good bagels could be. I thought I went to New York. I I, I visited New York before I visited Montreal, and in New York, I was like, "Well, like I had my checklist of things to do: Cats Deli, right? You know, do it. Letterman Show bagels for sure. Bagels. So I got the bagels, but then they did the cream cheese thing to it, and I was just like, "Ah." by the end of the the whole process of it, I was just like, "I, I guess I'm just not cool with bagels. Bagels are just bread to me." They're nothing special. They're bread to you. They're just bread, <laughs> They're just to, me. bread to me. <laughs> You're bread to me. <laughs> <laughs> but then when I went to Montreal, that's when things changed. What's the What's the famous uh, Montreal bagel company? Saint Saint Vitour Saint. <laughs> I I won't be able to tell you. Yeah, at okay. the moment. But there, there's a few shops that are really good for the late night. There's one that I I went to, and it was the only one I went to, because I didn't need to go to another one because I was already just like. Even by the third night. So I was staying with uh, my friend Mitz, who lives in... Uh... It was St. Vitours? Yeah. Did I really get it right? Yeah, you did. Oh, man. I can't tell you if that's the one I went to, because oh. it was literally two or three in the morning, and right. I was drunk every time. <laughs> but Mitz, we'd be like coming home from another night on the town, and he's already been P- like... P.S. Mitz is that portrait right there. Oh, yeah. Mitz Second. is over here on the wall. Oh, handsome fella. Yeah. He lives in Montreal, and he brought me to the place the first night, and then every single night he was like, are you sure? Like, there's, there's a lot of bagels. We, we've eaten <laughs> so many bagels. <laughs> and, and I was like, uh, yes. Like, do you want to go to McDonald's? I'm not going to go to McDonald's. Like, there's bagels right, right there. We're passing it. We have to pass it to get to your apartment. So it'd be another... Like, he never he never got mad. Like, he... Like he would eat as many as I would because it was so goddamn delicious. You don't get sick of it; they just melt. Everything just melts. Oh my god, I want to go back. When to did Montreal you take so off bad. your shirt? I just noticed that you're not wearing <laughs> clothes anymore. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm sorry. I How know did that happen? <laughs> my nipples are smaller than the average nipple, but are you are you greased up right now? Wow. <laughs> How did that that happen so fast? It's so unexpected. Wow. Uh, Mitch is a nice segue into. Japan. Japan. He's oh, a- you just got back from Japan. Yeah, Mitz is a Japanese fellow. When were you in Japan? I was in Japan in uh, for about two weeks in May. Okay. Have you been? Never been. You should go. 
I should. I hear the food is great. I have a friend great. in Tokyo. I I need to go and go and and spend stay at his what I assume to be one hundred and twenty five square foot apartment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's it's fine. That's it's, fine. You're not gonna be there in that space other than to really sleep and yeah. poop. Like that's yeah. it. And it's uncomfortable when you gotta poop in that what, space. What but are that's the it. <laughs> so? Because to me, Japan is like, it's it's so, I just imagine it to be so similar to the life I'm living with these, like, uncomfortable differences. Like, you, what, so what did you think of um, the plastic food menus, for example? Did that make it easier for you? Like, Ab- did you? Absolutely. Like, it was that, it's, like, it's a superior? So, it's, it's, it's this thing where, like, okay, ordering food in Japan I just wish we did it the same way here because I can, without going into the stupid place and sitting down and ordering a water and then awkwardly leaving if I hate the menu, I I can look outside and say, that's what that that's dish looks food, like. Right. I get that portion. I, I, know what I, I know what I'm getting. It's right there. And they make it beautifully and it's good to look at all those plastic foods. It's so cool. Of course I love that. And even if they don't have that, they at least have a picture menu. They just like Outside. put you at ease. Yeah, absolutely. It was the easiest place for me to order food as an anxious food ordering person, even <laughs> though it was all Japanese. But I, I could order. How quickly did you realize that this is like a superior model? I immediately. As soon as you get there, did like, you feel like a hundred pounds lighter? I, I was the happiest guy. <laughs> I came back when we got off the plane. He felt a hundred pounds heavier yeah. because so he ate way more so often. It was so abrasive coming back <laughs> yeah. home. Like so, it what so, it, so it seems like what it comes down to why you have anxiety with ordering food here is like you're just you're anxious about the uncertain results. Is I that, think that I think that is that what it is. I, that's a huge part of it. I don't really like don't su- want that buyer's remorse. Do you not like surprises? I love surprises, but I don't, and I love them with food too. But I not if I'm paying for it. <laughs> like not if i not if i want and it's really it's about portion and it's you about just, you quality. really really want to know what you're paying for. exactly i want to know what i'm getting for what i'm paying how do you shop for clothes oh diff- way differently how do you shop for clothes i just go and i i, I put them on and yeah i try them on you would like to do that with food always of course yeah. that's why plastic menus are the best there's there's an inherent anxiety about um the act of ordering food and not fucking it up and not coming across as adult. <laughs> like there's, there's something there when I go up to a counter that hurts. And there's also that other element of, I really want to know what I'm getting. Yeah. I really want to see it. Why can't I just like peruse it? Well, and especially these days, like a meal costs. I know $20. that picture at McDonald's. Like you don't, it. you don't just drop $20 on shit. Exactly. Yeah. You don't, Know where you're gonna get exactly. From. Like a T-shirt might cost twenty dollars. Presumably, you've tried it on yeah. before you bought it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I totally get that. Now, the thing is, though, you can, in theory, in theory, send that food back after the first bite if it's not working sure, for you. Absolutely, but you that, never do that that's a whole nother. I, that's a whole bag of I'm worms. Way like, more anxious about doing that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm way more. I can't do that either. I would much rather just like plow through it with my eyes that's closed the thing i always plow. just eat it and i leave and i'm sad and that's <laughs> it i just eat it and leave and sad and i i know that that's how it's gonna that's the end game so here. when you find something that you like to eat do you order it every single time i order it uh i order it 
for the first couple of times. I'm not that much okay. of a stickler. I'll yeah. definitely have it a couple of times, and then I get, and then, and then because I've had that good thing, and I know I've had that good experience, I'm like, I trust I can, you. I can branch out. Uh-huh. You it's guys, hard, you guys once you know it's this. good. Once you know it's good, it's like well, because the second time you go, the second time you go, well, I know that's good. Yeah, but the third time you go, you're like. That's good, but I'm getting bored. See, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm I think I'm too frivolous with with my food orders. Yeah, I experiment too much. I I have something I know it's good. I go back there and I order something else, and I might be unsatisfied. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's my biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> that's both a very big fear and not a big fear at all. Yeah, it's a, actually, absolutely. it comes a from loving food fear. so much. Though. It's it's because I really do love food. Yeah. It's why. You it's why I was the happiest person in the world in Japan. Like, I loved it. It was so good. It was built for people paradise. like me. Paradise. What a paradise. It was still only visual, though. Yeah, but... Yeah, it's not but like the, they let you taste the plastic Yeah, food. but it doesn't matter. Like, at least I knew what it looked like They should let you the do size. that, though, in some places. <laughs> yeah. like, they do in some places. Just not every place. Like, I think that when you go to those... When you go to, like, a Chinese food court... And it's like you get three menu items. Right. You should be able to just be like, let me try your ginger beef. Yeah. Just put like a string be... of ginger beef on this fucking tissue. So I can tell whether or not I'm wasting my yeah. one of three options. Yeah, on exactly. That ginger Are you going to give me a pile of like, cat turds? I'm in it to win it, guys. I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. the three options. I swear to God. Just yeah. like let me try a few of them to make sure. Ice. You must love ice cream. Love it. How wonderful is it that they let you try the ice exactly. cream? Exactly. How what what a miracle that is! I go into those places with no fear. No, no fear at all. I go up there and I go, "What would you recommend?" That's the other fucking great thing about Japan is that when you walk into a place, you say, "Oh, susumewa," and they is go, that... "It says, what would you recommend?" Oh, that's good. And that's they, good. And they go, "Oh," and they get excited and they give you whatever, and you're like, "Whatever, I'll just take whatever you give me because probably it's fine." And I trust you. It's the only place that is like, I trust everything they do. Everything they do is so good. Is it because of and they'll let, Mario and Brothers? They'll let you try like what? Things. What like? No, no, no. I, I, I just I got off the plane. I started eating some food, and it was not. None of it was bad. And anywhere I went, cheap place, expensive. Can you place. go into a Canadian restaurant and just be like a susuar, or also known as what would you recommend, and then just eat whatever they give you? No, 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 not at all. Because I know I know too much. <laughs> I know it's going to be the worst. <laughs> you didn't go into a Canadian restaurant while you're there, did you? No. Here. Not there, but here. I no, couldn't do that. There. there, I felt comfortable doing that. I assume they have Canadian restaurants like we have Japanese and the, restaurants. And the reason... Right. The I reason, think they call them American restaurants. The reason Japan. I felt comfortable doing That's it is racist. because I had seen the entire plastic menu outside and went, I don't... All that looks good. Yeah. And I went in and I said, oh, susume, wow. It was too much. Too and much. they so hand good. you this. Yeah. And you're like, okay. That's great. See, I went to a restaurant in the Edmonton area, um, and they had an iPad menu, and uh, you could see the photos of the food on the iPad, and, mm-hmm. and you know, zoom in and all that stuff. I was, it was too much time spent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was too much time. Suddenly, I was like, I just felt like I was opening up a case file on every single food. A couple of the Izakayas there had the iPad ipad yeah way and i mean not a lot of english on the ipad menus but pictures but it's really hard to navigate that when you you're reading like kanji and you're like oh god i don't i don't know what this is <laughs> like 
but uh yeah it's a tough way to order food i don't know it's uh and it, but it, i mean it goes back to the same as like a mcdonald's menu though like are you really getting that image that you're seeing oh you have a problem with like the fast food images not living up to the expectations i have a huge problem with that i hate that I've always I mean, hated that. I, I, I mean, I, it's not like I'm surprised like, or yeah, bewildered at this by point, it. We get it. Yeah, yeah, of right? course. It's just sort of an. It's just like this one little thing I grumble about. I feel like that's like a, a that's like a 1990s stand up bit where it's like, hey, what's with the Big Mac? It looks <laughs> nothing like in the photo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. At course. this point, we understand. It's like take your expectation divided by ten. Yeah, that's what you're getting. And I think with most places, especially if you're, I, I think any restaurant, it must be easier here. for you to order street food. Yes, absolutely. It's right there. Sure. I was actually really surprised to find uh, kebabs in Japan. Sure. I was like, I came around the corner. Was, there was two different ones on the same How'd they prepare strip. them? Did you order one? I didn't order one. Okay. I didn't have one, but it, from what it looked like, it, uh, it looked uh, it looked like it was the uh, the thicker pita. Just flatbread. Sim- yeah, the flatbread. Yeah, yeah. like similar to um, uh, the next act. So my dream is to write a book about kebabs. Listeners, if you're out there and you have some money that you would like to put toward a kebab book. I think it's called Kickstarter or no. GoFundMe or something. That you no can... way. It's called email omualam at gmail.com. Send yeah. me your money. People like their e- name e- listed and, and yeah, fuck it. kept track of. Yeah, you know what? I'll, yeah, I'll put you in the acknowledgments of the book. I want to travel the world and I want to eat kebabs. Mm. And I want to understand the world through kebabs. That's a That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, I would like. No, to, it's not. I would like to take this opportunity to have anybody uh, listening uh, tweet at us your favorite street foods, whether they're what wh- city, what country, what city, what country, it was. any of that, whatever it was that you had and it was delicious. Tweet at us at Borcelli Bros. Uh, any, anything, yeah. Email us if you'd like. Uh, Borcelli Bros. dot com. Borcelli Brothers at gmail dot com. Oh, it's a full Borcelli B O R C H E L L I Brothers. If you don't know how to spell it, gmail dot com. Don't email us. If you don't know how to spell it, don't email us. I'm just saying it's confusing. You got bros and you got brothers. Well, well, one's Twitter, Borcelli Bros. I mean, you only got so many letters you can use. We hardly get Gmail emails, anyways. You know. I mean, I'd like one. I'm throwing that out there you right know, now. I'm, just one. Here Anyone. listeners, like, there's just at so least, you know. There's at least 100 of you every time. We got <laughs> we got one email last week, and it was from Gmail, thanking us for signing up to Gmail. So we would, we it wasn't helpful for our, our career. Just help us out. We'd like so to start email. reading tweets on the you air. Guys, We'd like to start reading emails on the air. You remember when... Um, you had a hotmail and you'd get an email that said like forward this or hotmail's de- deleting your hotmail. Oh yeah, yeah. Why doesn't that happen with Gmail? Why why isn't anyone ever like we're gonna delete your Gmail? Because that was like twenty years ago and now, yeah, now people are over it. Do you think hotmail <laughs> now people everyone are, just has Gmail and that's it? Are or hotmail people still getting thing? hotmail people? Are you still getting those emails from my mom? <laughs> Is my mom still telling you? Are those chains still coming around? It's yeah, that hotmail is going to delete your. I wonder address. if my hotmail still exists. Can't. It. Uh, it's been 15 years since I've logged into that. Thing. Uh, my hotmail was um, Clockwork Orange underscore three sixteen three sixteen because it's Stone Cold Steve Austin mm-hmm. uh, at hotmail dot com. I don't think I still own it, but if you're out there, Clockwork Orange underscore three sixteen at hotmail dot com, 
and you're receiving my emails, I would appreciate you forwarding them to my proper email, which is now a Gmail. Clockwork orange. Clockwork orange. At gmail. Underscore 316 at gmail. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, awesome. So this has been a long conversation about meat. Um, I thought we would get a little bit more into some meats, but I I actually now realize that uh, this opened up the floodgates with Omar Moalem. So many things. We, we should have you on for a cat's episode. Yeah, like, I want to talk to you about so many things. I would love to. Yeah. That would be my dream. I think uh, this was a really good episode. We covered a shit ton of Holy topics. shit. Basically, we're going to go through this episode I mean, and... and and map out for our next four seasons what you're going to be talking about <laughs> for the next four years. This was a long episode, guys. It was good. Uh, yeah. This you was know, almost yeah. three we'll, hours. We'll, uh, we'll edit out your stupid shit, though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that just a, it would cut down. It was actually only 160 hour. minutes. Yeah. 100, all, so when I said almost three hours, yeah. I was accurate. You were a yeah. third of an hour less. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, what is, yeah, I mean, we're going to edit, we're going to edit a lot down. We're going to make it a proper full thing plus an extension. So it's an hour and a half plus an hour. So these are usually like that. Okay. And, uh, anything that doesn't fit in there, we're definitely using as clips on other shows. Cool. The crying? Yeah. The crying is definitely making it out. It's going to end up in the compilation. Yeah. Yeah. This has been the Bojelli Brothers podcast. Have a good night. Thank you, Omar. Hey, it's been such a peach. I think of the doner, which is like an evolution of the Turkish meat, and it has influences of Greeks and um, Turkish Germans, and it's like in Lebanese pita as well, and then the sweet sauce is like as Canadian as maple syrup, and when I think of that, it's like the most Canadian of cuisines, because it's, it's like five different cultures all wrapped in one. It is the Canadian story in a dish. That's why I love donors. Thanks very much. (laughs) 